0: This is Life Made Better, a podcast from two coaches with a zest for not only their lives, but yours. In this series, Fleur and Lucia seek out tips, tools and exercises to inspire you to achieve your dreams and goals. Join us and let's make life better.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Life Made Better. Yes, you heard that right. You've come to the right place. You've come to the right podcast. But as probably you have heard from our intro, we've made a couple of changes our end. We are starting a new series today in which we're going to be interviewing some very exciting guests, which hopefully will share a bit of their stories with us and a couple of learnings along the way. And we also hope that this inspires you and motivates you to pursue your dreams and your goals and to start living those lives that you've always dreamed of, which is why we are now changing and we are now being called Life Made Better because this is what we are inspired to do, hopefully help you achieve that better quality of life that you would have been searching for. So without further ado, we are kicking off our first interview today, and I'm going to let Fleur do the introduction. Fleur, kick it off for us, please.
2: Interviewing a very close friend of mine called Patricia Legat. She is a yoga therapist and a yoga specialist. She's been studying for many years. I'm sure she'll fill us in on the exact years. So welcome. I call her Trish. Welcome, Trish.
0: Hi, Fleur. Hi, Lucia. Thanks Hello, for having me.
2: Honey. The first thing we'd like to ask you today, Trish, is for you to tell us a bit about yourself.
0: Right, yeah. Um, well, I'm a mum of three, three teenagers. And yeah, my passion is yoga. I'm a yoga geek. I live, eat, read, sleep. I'm always reading about yoga, much to my husband's thanks. <laughs> um, and yeah, I basically, I, I have lighthouse yoga therapy, which... I launched a few years ago to try and help people who are sort of struggling with their life or have chronic diseases that they've tried everything with but that they can't fix it and as you know most chronic illnesses are related to stress. So I think that's that's basically my specialist area. I use yoga Um, not just the saunas, but the philosophy and everything about it, the essence of it, to try and help people change their life in a way that's going to be more expansive.
1: That's super interesting, Trish, which I guess leads very nicely onto our next question, which is what started you on this path to teaching yoga? How did you come across it and why did you decide to go for
0: it? Okay, so it was a pure accident um, that I became a yoga teacher. Before that, I'd had lots of jobs, always looking for something, but didn't know what I was looking for. And some of the jobs were really well paid, so I could buy everything I wanted and shop and eat at nice places, but I still hadn't found something that was fulfilling me. And then yoga helped me out. Um, I had some mental health issues with uh, depression and anxiety when my first child was born and when I look back maybe even before that but I didn't realize it I think I was drinking too much and numbing it Um, and then I found yoga and yoga really helped me um, feel complete and alive again so that was my hobby so I was doing it as a hobby to help my mental health and for my body to feel good but then a friend of mine said oh come for a weekend with Ruth White who's like an amazing teacher like one of the wise teachers still around today, um, have a note, she's having a weekend, why don't you come? So I went along and when we got there, it was me, my friend and her sister, it turned out that 98% of the people there were all teacher trainees and we were just the visitors. So from then on, it planted the seed, and I thought, oh, well, maybe this is what I could do. So yeah, that was the first step towards it. So I went to another weekend because I loved it so much. And by then there'd been like 3 months in between and I went up to Ruth and I said I just found out that I'm 6 weeks pregnant again. <laughs> but eventually I'd really like to be a yoga teacher, I think. And she was amazing and she just said, "Do it now, darling. Do it now. Yoga is about now. <laughs> Do it." And before I knew it by the end of the course I'd got my reading list. I'd bought, I think I'd bought The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. (laughs) Took it home. She's like, Go and read, darling. You can do it by by reading as well. Go and read some philosophy. (laughs) So, yeah, it was, yeah, that's the first teaching of yoga that everything is now. You don't put it off, you just do it. So, that was my first lesson and my first sign up. That was, yeah, back in 2004 or 2005, I think, a long time ago.
2: I love the way you kind of stumbled on it but they do say that when you need something the teacher presents itself. So if someone said to you what would be the top five benefits of yoga and you could sum them up what would you say?
0: Okay well for me obviously it was my mental and emotional health. I went from feeling really lonely and anxious to alive and connected to people again. So that was I guess that's one or two. Maybe I can group them together. There's so many, but also um, on the physical and physiology parts. When you're when you're exercising your body and breathing mindfully, so the breathing as well, the pranayama, everything seems to work better. And you just spring out of bed. Like life's for living. It's like you realize that every moment is precious, and not to put it off. Just wake up and seize the day.
2: What beautiful teachings. I think we try and
1: teach quite a lot of our clients that, don't we, Lucia? (laughs) We certainly do. And I just love like, you know, I I echo what Fleur said, that it felt like you stumbled up on it, but I do think it was meant to be on your way. So you came across it and you found your your calling in there. And it you really can see and can feel how yoga can help you do that to you, like, put you in enlightenment, block you. Uh, and certainly, like, you know, uh, both Flair and myself have been doing yoga with with Trish. I can recommend her highly enough. And I think those benefits that she named are just a few. Like, whenever you step up with your yoga mat, having done that exercise, I personally feel like I'm floating. So there's that lightheartedness to it that definitely helps you to put in there. So I guess, because you said uh, you stumble and I quote, unquote, stumble up on it, but is there anything you wished you had known when you first started out practicing yoga?
0: If I'd known how fulfilled it made me feel, I wish I'd done it years and years before. I think I just made excuses not to do it. So, yeah, I just wish I'd started 10 years earlier.
2: Yeah, yeah. I think we all have that nagging feeling, don't we? That something's not right, but it's hard when we haven't found it. Yeah. But at least you found it, Trish. So I kind of want you to imagine someone completely new who's never done yoga before. How would you recommend
0: they start? I think it depends on the person, um, where they're coming from, and their life experience, what's going on in their life. If they're completely able-bodied, the majority of people start with the asana so there's eight limbs to yoga and it's it's the postures asanas and pranayama which the hatha yoga which is most common so that's always a good place to start i think because then you're connecting your breath with your body and only until you feel more comfortable with that then it's safer to do more meditation more more yoga nidra because i think it's mental health month this month but i think um meditation sometimes for people who've got depression or anxiety it's not a nice place to hang out in your head with your eyes closed and it can be scary or if you've had trauma so that part of yoga maybe that could be down the road when your when your body gets strong your mind gets stronger so yeah it really depends on a person's uh, life experience and where they are but there's obviously the postures and the breathing which most people start with and then there's also the philosophy and reading, which you can use to journal on and sort of work on yourself in a different way.
2: Would you recommend they go along to a yoga centre with a friend? Because I know lots of people are doing apps now.
0: Yeah, well, obviously at the moment, there's I think if you just Google, there's like so many teachers teaching online at the moment. I guess it's a positive of the, the lockdown is there's more people online that you can find. And then when we get back to our new normal, yeah, I go to, my first lesson I think was, when I think back, it was in a leisure centre. Yeah, that's where I started. And and then from there, there's just so many teachers, really amazing teachers around. And it's, it's like buying a, a pair of shoes as well. The first teacher you meet, you might not resonate with, but there's so many others out there who will teach from a different style. There's like the more dynamic style. So if you're A little bit like me, where I can be lazy. I need to do something dynamic to get me moving. So it's all about balance. And if you're one of those people who are really high and anxious and on the top of the roof, you need to maybe go and find a a yin yoga teacher or rest and restore, something that's going to balance you. So we're always looking. It's usually the opposite to what we think we need. Usually what we like, we're really good at, and we do too much much of it, is trying to bring it back into the center, try and be sapvic. So when we're in our center we feel uh, we have clarity and balance
2: yeah I think that's a really good point because I have tried yoga with quite a few teachers and I do think you do need to be able to relate to the teacher you've got to feel that you trust the teacher and feel comfortable so if you do go to a class that you don't like don't give up try another class because I do think they vary I don't know if you'd say the same Trish but they've seemed to vary so much
0: well, it's just like everybody you meet, everybody has the unique essence and personality and people teach through that. So I guess some people aren't always going to warn to certain people and vice versa. And you, you'll find that fit. It's like with anything in life, isn't it? You have to just be open and looking for it and it'll appear.
1: I'm picking up on a couple of things that you said that Trish. The first one being that at the beginning you made excuses which I know plenty of our listeners can relate to because, you know, we are all experts in finding an excuse to procrastinate what we are afraid of doing. So I guess if we pair that with what we were commenting now about the fact that be resilient, don't give up on that first class that you've just tried and it doesn't click and you think this is not for me. So what would you say to someone who is thinking about yoga but is either making up excuses or has gone to one class and hasn't really worked what would you say to those perhaps scared to try it or looking up for that you know that procrastination kicking in
0: well yeah I think if you're scared why not make it like a social thing and go along with a friend so like you're going along with somebody else that sometimes helps Or just try different places. Or like I said, if you go online, there's so many different avenues where you could find teachers and maybe have a go at home. But just be careful with um, just take care if you're going to do it at home on your own. Um, But yeah, that's a good way. You could always just like if you go to YouTube or there's always something you could find to have a go at. And then from there, maybe when you've learned the basics, go and go and find a teacher. So you feel that you're not completely new. But generally, every person who I've had who've come and said they're complete beginners, there's always something that they can do. So there's always a different variation or a different level that you can teach. It's for everybody. You can even do it in a chair. So, yeah.
2: I think there's quite a lot of impression of what yoga is. We see all these really difficult moves, maybe in magazines or through celebrities. And it can make us think that, you know, you need to be super flexible, super strong But actually, a lot of it is just about listening to your body, isn't it? And not doing anything out too out of your comfort zone. And you build up to those bits. So I think we can get the wrong impression unless we've been
0: to a class and actually got over that first obstacle. From experience, I found that some of the best, most enlightened yogis I've met don't actually do all the gymnastic moves. But they're so in tune and connected that you can feel their aura without them having to move and that's so yoga is basically is is like connecting your mind your body your heart and feeling completely you know centered clarity have the clarity I think when I was younger most probably if I'd started 10 years earlier I would have been happy to do all those amazing you know like cover shots on yoga journal and what have you but for me I've always done it to make myself feel better so it's always been to feel happy and healthy That's been my kind of compass. So, yeah, I think function over form every time. Just do what feels right for you, not necessarily how it looks. And that's another good thing about yoga. It's it's not competitive. So when you're doing it, you're not looking at anyone else. This is your practice. So the teacher's just there to guide you so that you can start listening to your own inner teacher, your own intuition. It just helps you find it again.
2: Yeah, I think we really get that from your classes as well. You don't find there's feel there's any competition, you feel totally relaxed to just try things out and see what works for you. Cause you always give like two or three different ways of doing one position, which makes you feel comfortable and not stressed about getting into the exact position.
1: Yeah. Mm. yeah. And I think we also like, you know, I again touching up on something that you said, there's this, or at least that's my my what I'm seeing, there's this misconception that yoga is just about doing this gymnastic poses but actually I think Trish you really define it very nicely when you said it's about aligning your mo- your body your mind your heart is about striking that balance and it might not be from a physical standpoint to begin with although it, it might develop into that but I think you should be approached as that holistic view that you were defining Um, is not well I don't have balance therefore I'm not going to do it then you know I would say try it and because there's so many more things so many more
0: layers into this that is definitely just giving it a go before I did yoga my mindset about a lot of things was completely different to what I'm like now I'm like like all my close friends will say I don't feel like I've changed but a lot of my friends laugh at how much I've changed I'm (laughs) laughing (laughs)
2: <laughs> you yeah, definitely I, was, changed.
0: <laughs> I don't know I was when I look back at myself I, I think I you know when you get conditioned and you're told you're a certain way or you believe you're a certain way so I always felt quite shy and when I first signed up to do the yoga teacher training I did it really because I just wanted I was thirsty for knowledge and I just wanted more of it I didn't actually want to stand up in front of a class and teach I never thought I would be able to do that um, that's why I find it really funny that I'm quite happy to, to go on Zoom now. You told me that <laughs> ten years ago, I would have run for the hills. <laughs> so yeah, I think um, it helps. As your body gets stronger, your mind gets stronger, and as you start to listen to your sort of inner self, what makes you happy, all everything falls away. The things that don't serve you in the old beliefs and things that stop you stepping out of your comfort zone they just melt away and dissolve so you start to face your fears and when I actually did teach I just thought why did I put that idea of standing in front of a class why was I so scared of that because when I finished my first lesson I walked out and I felt so expansive and energized and happy I thought why have I not been doing this like 10 years ago what's wrong with me it's a long road isn't it but step by step you can keep kind of evolving and being the best kind of version of yourself. One of the key
2: things we tell people is to take those small steps and it gets more comfortable. Get familiar with the unfamiliar because then yeah. your body and brain likes it. Absolutely,
0: yeah. And that's like Ruth White, the first lesson she taught me is live in the now. So it's step by step. And as soon as my brain used to go to the future, I used to frighten the life out of myself where I'd make excuses. Like one of our friends has talking about this the other week making excuses not to teach and then it's like oh bring yourself back to present so just like putting your hands on your body and breathing and reconnecting back to your center you can go okay what am I going to do now and just step by step by step until you get there
2: yeah it stops that overwhelm I think yeah yeah it does that's been amazing Trish and I think that will really help not just help people think about doing yoga but also help them think about taking on challenges and doing things that they don't think that they can do how it is often in our mind and our fear but it isn't actually the truth
1: that was brilliant Trish Uh, thank you very much but before we let you go Please tell us where can we find you? Tell us your website, social media channels, where
0: can we book your classes and join you on you soon? Let us know. Well, I'd love to have you. Come along. Um, yeah, the best place to find me is lighthouse-yoga.com and Trish Lighthouse108 on Instagram and Facebook. Subscribe onto the the website and there's a Wix app that you can download and book any lessons courses i'm hoping to release the 10-day challenge on the 17th of may so if you girls want to get on board with that and help me you're very welcome
1: <laughs> you have us there signing up first first, no, first can, time yeah no, you can you can learn like a challenge, challenge. I'm, looking, I'm looking for friends <laughs> <laughs> we'll be well, there and for well. all of you listening to us do not worry we'll pop uh, all those links that trish was mentioning in the comments so you can find her very easily, and also the wings, so you can start booking your classes with her. Trish, thank you very much for coming to speak to us today. I think, uh, you know, your journey has been definitely inspiring to me, especially I'm taking with me the fact that sometimes you just stumble up the things that were meant to be. So even if you have that small whisper in your heart that something might be for you, give it a chance, try it. If any of you out there are thinking about taking a painting class or a reading book class, go for it. If there is a whisper, it might be something meant for you, so give it a go. And also taking everything step by step, as you were saying, I love the fact that you is all about being in the now, which most definitely helps keeping anxiety at bay as well. And to all of you listening to us today, uh, we hope that you have found it useful as well. We are hoping to come back to you with more of this in the future. So please make sure that you're tuning in every week. Please make sure that you're sharing the love, sharing the episode and the podcast series with anybody that you think may benefit from it. And please subscribe as that will notify you. And as always, if you have any comments or any people that you would like to come on the show, please let us know. You can also find us at flirtprime.com and here.com. So please reach out and let us know. We look forward to seeing you here next week. And until then, mind stuff, take care and stay safe. Bye, guys.